Welcome to Eat Blog Talk, where food bloggers come to get their fill of the latest tips, tricks, and insight into the world of food blogging. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll provide you with the tools you need to add value to your blog, and we'll also ensure you're taking care of yourself because food blogging is a demanding job. Now, please welcome your host, Megan Porta. Food bloggers, hey, are you looking for new ways to make money as a blogger? If so, we have got your back. We have launched an ebook called Conversations on Monetization. Inside this resource, we take your favorite podcast episodes about monetization and we put them all in one easy, accessible package. We threw a few exclusive interviews in as well. Friends, there are so many ways to monetize your food blog. Inside this ebook, we have interviews with success stories like Todd Bullock, Alyssa Brantley, Kelly McNellis, Jenna Carlin, and more. All of these examples have become successful through completely different monetization strategies. Whether you are a brand new blogger looking for your very first revenue stream, or you are a seasoned pro wanting to diversify, this ebook is for you. Go to eatblogtalk.com to grab your copy, and we can't wait to hear your success story with monetization. What's up, food bloggers? Welcome to Eat Blog Talk. This podcast is for you, food bloggers wanting value, information, and clarity that will help you find greater success in your business. Today, I will be having a chat with Siri from fatrainbow.com, and we will talk about rekindling your passion for food blogging after taking a long break. Siri has been a food blogger since 2011, although she stopped in between due to career and personal life events that popped up. Despite that, she's back with a more meaningful niche. So seeing her health and wellness blog as a new challenge to help people suffering with obesity. This also put her passion for technology, food, and photography into a personal challenge to grow her blog. Being a full-time engineer and foodie, blogging is much more rewarding experience. Uh, Siri, thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful to have a little bit of time with you today. But first, we want to hear your fun fact. Sure, Megan. Uh, firstly, thanks for having me on this podcast. I have learned so much from the incredible guests of eBlog Talk podcast, and it really, oh, <laughs> and it really good. is very exciting to be on the same platform. And a little secret, I love your voice a lot. You know, I just fell in love with your voice. It's so so soothing and comfort. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> right. Um, there are so many fun facts about me, but if I need to pick up one. As funny as it may sound, I want to become a full-time hiker and set up my own little bed and breakfast, possibly in Scotland or Wales. You know, um, I love mountains, nature and food, of course. So a career that involves all of this would be so fulfilling for me. Although I'm not sure if I will ever be fortunate enough to pursue the dream. Let's see. Oh, I love that. And it's such a specific want. Um, hiking in Scotland, you said? And a bed and breakfast? Oh, uh, yeah, I love Scotland and Wales personally. Yeah, it's so beautiful with lots of mountains, waterfalls and all that. I just love traveling and spending time in nature. So, yeah, that's my dream career. <laughs> it may not be a fun fact, but um, since I don't see um, fulfilling that anytime soon, <laughs> I found it uh, funny for myself. <laughs> hey, I believe it can happen for you. If it's something you really want, you're going to get it, Siri. I have total faith in that. Um, I think it sounds like such a a nice vision that produces being somewhere beautiful and having a bed and breakfast. Yeah, 
it's so weird actually my mom says it's a weird dream because i'm into technology engineering and all that so i'm running a bed and breakfast living in the mountains it sounds so crazy to my family so yeah <laughs> <laughs> well it's like an opposite reaction to maybe the technology right <laughs> that's right <laughs> well you have such a great story siri and i'm excited to hear about it you took a long break from blogging and you came back with a renewed perspective so I am just going to do a real quick intro. I just want to hear how your story has unfolded and what do you have to tell us about it? Sure. Um, to give you a background, I was always interested in things like writing, reading books, photography and food, of course. So back in school, I used to involve myself in many extracurricular activities apart from studies. And that naturally continued even after leaving university and joined the corporate world as a full-time software engineer. I used to do microblogging and be a moderator of one of the famous global online communities for indian women it was a very famous website with millions of page views so that was an incredible experience which i think has paved my way for anything related to blogging um when i moved to london 10 years ago i had to take a very short break in my career for 3 months so at my core i am someone who doesn't want to sit idle at all so i started a food blog for the love of writing and photography So that passion continued for few years, where I was madly posting recipes five times a week, <laughs> while being on a very full-time job in a new place and in a new country. And and I was also I was also posting about blogging articles and all that. It was going pretty well. Um, this is all back in two thousand eleven and two thousand twelve. So, but at one point, I had to force myself to stop pursuing my passions, unable to cope up with other personal pressures of life, just like most of us have. So that pause continued for one year. During this pause, I was blogging, but not consistent enough at my heart. You know, I was just doing uh, on and off thing, but um, it was never like a um, solid flow or anything like that. So deep inside, I was never happy about it, but felt, but really felt very helpless, unable to do the things I love to do. But one good thing is that since my day job involves technology, I always kept myself updated on the technical side of blogging. and food blogging in particular um i was helping my blogger friends clarifying things about wordpress plugins photography and all that um initially like everyone i started with blogger um but i moved to wordpress in the very early stages of blogging so that knowledge i was sharing with friends and all that so i loved it so much so back in those days this information was not at all easily available like how it is now everywhere so those friendly discussions meant a lot for many of us Um, and at the end of 2016, I attempted to start a second food blog, niching down to healthy eating and knowledge articles related to weight loss. Because as a person, my perspective for food, fitness, and blogging changed over the years. You know, the, my initial food blog was a general food blog, like like Indian and global recipes and all that. I used to post anything that comes to my mind or anything that I makes at home and my husband enjoyed. Um, so I started to see blog as a resource. I mean, this is about um, in the 2016, while I attempted to come back to blogging um, second time. So I started to see blog as a resource than my extended personal diary. I had big plans for the website, but you know, again, I had to stop it for few reasons. Um, you know, with age and experience, our tolerance level and how we respond to things change. But back then, I was not at all in a state to continue somehow. So the fact that I could not continue made me think that. perhaps food blogging or blogging in general was never my passion at all i was so wrong um after some time i began to think who i am outside my formal education outside my job and outside my relationships 
So what is that keeps me happy inside? I feel every person will have this question at some point in their lives. And over the time, I discovered that there are these are my basic strengths and things that makes me happy as a person. Apart from my engineering degree, the job I do, the money I earn, and of course the relationships I form in my life. Um, so it could be hobbies, it could be a new business idea, or it could be chasing any dream. As weird as working as a barista, even when you own a coffee brand, for example. So that's how I discovered that food blogging is again my passion, and it has not gone anywhere, and it has safely resided in me over the years. And also, I believe that um, I believe a lot in personal branding in one or the other way since my school days. So here I am with a brand new idea that I wanted to implement for a long time. I have a blog with more clarity and a strategy, and last but not the least. with more maturity to handle the and balance my life and passions at the same time so i, I hope to continue this new blog without any breaks anymore yeah yeah it sounds like you've taken a handful of breaks but one thing i think about breaks is that you can come back and have such clarity right especially if you niche down like you did you went from making a variety of recipes across the board across many categories You came back with a vengeance. You decided I am going to find a niche that I'm really passionate about, and you've really dug in. So I would like to hear more about that. How do you feel about your niching down? Do you feel really confident that this is your um, path that you want to follow for a while? Yeah. Um, if we recap my story a little bit, while I was having handling a phase of life and managing several things at a time. I gained lots of weight, and I could not help myself coming out of that unhealthy pattern for a long time. Unfortunately, I realized it before it got too late, and started working on myself, starting with losing some weight first, keeping the hobbies aside. So that was a very eye-opening time for me, even mentally too. I learned how to respect my body and its needs, how to be disciplined, how to be on track. how to prepare my mindset for the sacrifices i need to make so i can get back to a healthy weight range and losing weight was never just a physical thing for me especially when there was so much to work on myself mentally too so when i decided to go back to blogging sorry come back to blogging there was no other topic i could think of other than healthy eating weight loss and most importantly self care <laughs> because i see so many people around me in my own family and friends that neglect their health and it is too late including me of course so we can't blame them because everybody will have their reasons and while or while they are in their darkest phases um, they don't realize it much but as a third person you can analyze better and offer them some guidance see i'm not an expert in any of these things except having tons of experience which is what really matters when it comes to sharing your knowledge i believe so my blog fat rainbow is a resource to people that do care about healthy eating weight loss and self care so the fat rainbow represents every reader that comes to my blog usually people ask me what is the meaning of my blog they they find it hard to understand but i still wanted to go with that name um, because fat rainbow means that you are as beautiful as a big fat rainbow no matter which shape and Aww. state you are in <laughs> yeah and it also reflects that by eating healthy colorful rainbow foods you can become a better version of yourself so my vision for fat rainbow is to make it as a ultimate resource of healthy eating recipes fitness and most importantly have that uh, positive relationship with your own self that is self care and self love 
Oh my gosh. I loved everything you just said. I love the meaning of your blog and the name, just hearing you describe what your name means makes me love it even more. And I just want to touch on a few things you said. So you said, even though you're not an expert, you have tons of experience. And I think that having tons of experience in an area, you know, any area that's dark does make you an expert. So I think that makes you even more relevant. It makes people wanting want to listen to you even more than if you did not have experience in that area. And you've just put this really positive, insightful, enlightening spin on dark times that you've experienced. And I love it when people can do that and come out on the other side, inspiring people and saying positive things and starting blogs that are actually helping people. So I just wanted to say that's so amazing. And self-care is so important. It's something, as you said, Siri, that so many people neglect, especially when we're going through tough situations. We don't see it at the time. I've been there too, totally 100% multiple times. In the time, in the moment, it's impossible to know what to do for myself. So that's why it's good to have people like you who can help others um, find their way out. Yeah, uh, yeah. I believe if it's your passion, it won't die even if you think it's, it is dead. You just only need some life situations to teach you what makes you happy. Like I find it I'm happy to share my experiences and be it around physical health or mental health. So currently my blog is more about food because I'm at my core, I'm a, I was a food blogger and I'm, I'm a food blogger. So I want to combine that food, fitness and mental health into my brand. That's my vision, actually. Um, uh, yes, sometimes what we think at one phase of life can be proved wrong when things around us change. So if it's your passion, it will reside in you safely, no matter how much gap you take. I'm talking about the blogging gap. It just comes out in different forms. The concept of food blogging may sow seeds of entrepreneurship in you. It may take make you an excellent writer, open doors to master photography, teach you to be your own CEO, or encourage you to start selling your physical product. So at your day job, in any company, no matter how big of a role you are in, you have your boss and colleagues to delegate work, resolve your blockers, and to assist in making decisions. But here... Um, to run your own blog, you're, a, you're your own CEO. You don't have anyone to assist you. I feel it's a great learning. Um, like I said already, sometimes you may realize your passion for something when you miss doing it. I think that's me. So while I was, I was on a long break, I discovered that this creative journey of food blogging is still my passion and I should continue it. I love that. I love how you never lost your passion for it. And you also pointed out that there are so many different things involved with food blogging that you can find passion in. There are so many creative sides. You can get into the writing, you can get into the photos, and we could literally go on and on with that. Um, but you stuck with it through that whole True. time, and it always kept resurfacing for you. And that means something. That is not nothing. Yeah, I, I believe so. I am curious, what were some of the biggest challenges you had after coming back from your blogging break? Um, after a long break, right? You know, coming back after a long break uh, is both good and bad at the same time. Um, on one side, you're lucky enough to know a thing or two that it takes to jump quickly into the blogging game. But at the same time, it pushes you into a circle of comparison with your old peers who would have put in consistent effort to grow their blogs into millions of page views as of today. 
So comparing is a natural thing for humans, but if we can, we know what that monster. We absolutely can bring the best out of us. So yeah, um, it's like you know so many things, but you haven't taken the time and effort to implement due to several reasons. Um, I have to accept that gap when I come back to blogging after a long break. See, having knowledge is one thing. and putting into action is a whole different thing so there are few suggestions that i want to make um if you are someone like me coming back to blogging after a long time um so i would say comparison is the biggest challenge i faced you know um but yeah i have overcome it um with some mindful reading and all that mindfulness is great i think it's such a simple easy place to start right Um, but I think it can be really overwhelming for people because it's such a loaded term right now. So, how do you recommend people get mindful? Um, yeah, uh, find find your own purpose. Okay, whenever you go into that um, comparison game, think that why you came to this blogging, why you came, what is your aim for blogging? Do you want to keep comparing yourself to others' work and lost and get lost in that game? Or do you want to create something? Yeah, it's quite difficult to digest the fact that your classmates secure good marks, rank, and all that, while you are equally capable too. We are all humans, and we all have these feelings. Online jealousy is a thing for many people, but it's important to remind ourselves that intentions are not results. Most of us have good intentions and brilliant ideas, but that's not enough, right? We need to nurture that intention into an idea, implement the idea further. put it on paper test the waters and should put in continuous effort to materialize it in that course we may encounter failures difficulties but what is important is that we should keep trying hard to achieve what we want to so that's how i battled my initial feeling initial feelings and the reason i am being vulnerable and sharing this piece is to remind anyone who is struggling with similar feelings and follow any large accounts that may make you feel intimidated follow your Um, favorite inspiring pe- people from different niches other than food blogging and try to consume information very mindfully and be strategic about it concentrate on creating more than to consume half of your problems will be solved there um while you hang on social media platforms with endless scrolling remind yourself what is that it is important to you do you want to be a creator or do you want to remain as a consumer of the information that will give you clarity and remind you about your goals this has really immensely helped me a lot to come out of that comparison game and start creating something on my own it has really improved my concentration and made me think that i am here to create of course i do consume some information but it is only to help me create at the end of the day i want to be a creator yeah absolutely I love all of that. So you kind of talked about how getting back to blogging has helped you, and how you keep coming back because it's a passion for you. But do you have specific ways to talk about how blogging has um, given you clarity, how it's freed you? Talk to us about that. Um, blogging has really helped me to vent out my stress, depression, and boredom, both from personal and professional friends. You know, there is a sense of calmness and satisfaction. in sharing something you know with a flow of words photographing food playing with the colors and the whole process of this craft called blogging this really really comes my mind and helps me immensely especially when i feel like spending some time with myself i think that's the power of any craft you know <laughs> like i used blogging as a way to escape from the daily stress of life and i need to see how it will turn out in the future i need to see if it will 
if I will become a full-time blogger or keep it like a side hustle. We'll see how it goes. I love technology as well, so I'm not sure. Like, yeah, but I do love food blogging and, and I'm not going to take a break again, at least <laughs> in my <laughs> conscious mind. Yeah. Uh, but the truth is that blogging has really given me immense joy than when I excelled in my engineering career, be it from the roles I performed or the decent income I earned. This joy of blogging or anything in the creative space has got a different charm altogether. Maybe it's not for everyone, but it definitely is magical to me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think it is magic for a lot of us. And you mentioned distraction before, which I think is a really good way to look at it because sometimes that's all we need to get back on track or to get more joyful or to find more peace, right? Just a little bit of good distraction that is also creative. Do you agree with that? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I have discovered that this creative space is for me. Um, though I'm an engineer, um, I don't see myself working 9 to 5 in the engineering field uh, for a long time. So, yeah, for now, um, blogging is my stress buster. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that stress buster. That's great. So if somebody is listening and they are on a, a long break contemplating coming back, what recommendations do you have for them? Do you recommend that they come back and niche down, maybe change their focus or anything else you have? Yeah, I would highly uh, recommend to niche down. Go small as much as possible. Um, you might think that you lose many other potential readers outside of your niche, but when you speak to everyone, you speak to no one. Try to solve one specific problem your potential readers are having. Of course, it has to match with your personal interest on what you want to share as well. Um, apply your knowledge, apply your experience and help a small group of people sincerely. Even if you start newly, if you can help a group of people and solve their problem, it can have a very positive impact on your blog and your, and your own mind as well. So if I am blogging about any um, famous Indian biryani recipe, I would try to include pointers like how this recipe can be helpful in their weight loss journey than any regular biryani recipe you find on the internet. See, there are no special foods for weight loss. It's all about how we cook and how we eat makes most of the success or failure. So I want to incorporate that idea into my blog uh, and that's how I niche down. So I recommend anyone coming back to niche down. That's one point. And <laughs> the second thing is, don't try to be a perfectionist. You know, back in those innocent days of being brand new to any kind of blogging, we never cared about how the blog looked like. We just kept on posting. Um, now that we have more experience in blogging, we tend to relaunch our blog with perfect looking photographs or wait until we have at least 20 to 30 recipes and all that. In my view, it's a very bad idea unless you're launching a big brand. You know, Google takes its own sweet time to show your blog in search results. So I would start as quickly as I can. And also, I wouldn't worry too much on the cosmetic things of the blog, um, like this branding logo and all that. Uh, we want to get back to actual routine of creating content and posting it consistently at least until uh, we hit 50 post mark. That's my second thing. Never try to be a perfectionist when you're trying, especially when you're coming back after a long break. Just We just need to keep going. Yeah, I love that because Google, yeah, Google doesn't um, wait for anyone, right? They just kind of do what they want. So we need to just get our stuff out there. I think that goes for anyone, whether you're just starting out with blogging or you're coming back from a long break or you're just inconsistent with the amount of work that you produce, just getting your stuff out there. 
the main reason I told this is like, especially when you're coming back to blogging, you have this tons of experience and skill in your mind, but you didn't apply it for a long time. You'll be on fire to uh, come back with a perfect blog and all that. But, you know, but it keeps on going. There is no end for perfectionism, you know. So I would recommend to start as soon as you can. And uh, my third tip would be, um, it is very important to concentrate on search engine optimization and link building from day one onwards. With these social media algorithms changing every now and then, I feel it is really more easier to master search engine optimization. I know Google has its own updates as well, but I feel it's a sweet spot to concentrate on when you have so many things to tackle at a time. So these are my little tips um, when you are coming back after a long time, especially. <laughs> Yeah, those are great tips. I really like that. And again, a lot of that can be applied to anyone. It doesn't have to be a long break. It could be a shorter break or it could be for just somebody starting out. But I think we all battle with all of the stuff we're talking about from time to time, even if we're still in the game. Um, like you mentioned earlier, just comparison and seeing your peers and how they're doing. But especially when you come af back after a break, I can imagine that is hard really hard emotionally to see how much they've grown yeah um and if you talk about how we can restart with a fresh mind um um even though we are an experienced blogger we have to be uh, we have to think ourselves as a fresh student i'm sorry we have to think ourselves as a new student in the university that's how you have to prepare your mind fit you should not be comparing yourself you shouldn't be tr um, trying to be perfectionist and all that just keep going just just try to create more I mean, of course, quality is important, uh, but just don't wait for that one sweet day to launch your blog. And yeah, and um, if you talk about uh, whether to continue blogging in the old blog or to open a new one and all, and all that, I have few suggestions as well. And um, it really depends on your personal preference. But if you if your ideologies and inter interests still match with your old blog, it's well and good to continue from the same place. Um, but like me, if you have niche down and your perception of an idea totally changed, don't get scared too much about starting from scratch, be it picking up a new uh, domain name or picking up a new uh, blogging platform or anything like that. Um, I am confident that I can grow my new blog into a successful one according to my own parameters. I believe in my strengths, knowledge and the skill I have gained in the years. So I made a decision to start from scratch. I know I may need to work on making Google to start trusting me from the scratch again, but my aim and aspirations do match with that and I'm okay to accept that I'm starting over. And you know what? There is a happy coincidence that happened few weeks ago. Happy coincidence, I meant. I was tracking the SEO performance of one of my posts and I found this recipe both from my old and new blog got displayed in the first page of search results side by side. It made me really happy. <laughs> so... Mm, that's awesome. Yeah, this shows I am traveling in the right direction. The decision should be a balance of your aspirations, liking and your vision for the new brand. I believe that I have the patience and skill and confidence to take up a new challenge. But um, if you are someone who are not okay with losing the existing brand and the traffic it is having, so you can clean up the blog by deleting or unindexing any non-relevant posts and start doing it. So don't, don't stuck at that idea of whether you should start a new blog or should continue it. Just make a decision, trust your gut feeling and move forward. Yeah, I think that really is a personal decision based on the individual because I can see where some people still identify with their original brand 
But like in your case, Siri, you saw a new direction and you identified with that better. So it's just depends on your situation. I hate that answer because it's not like a (laughs) cut and dry answer, but I think that is truth for this situation. Do you have tips for growing a new blog really quickly? So if you do decide to take a new niche route, how to do that based on like having existing experience? Sure. Um, I would say leverage your um, old social media channels, even if you start a new blog. Uh, if you have no plans continuing the old blog, rename the abundant channels to reflect your new blog. I simply renamed my old Facebook page and started posting in it. You know, nobody really cares or notices if you are still um, posting uh, whether about fitness food or general food. You know, for social media, anything goes fine. So I just renamed my um, old Facebook page and started posting in it. So uh, leverage your old email subscribers. Just send an email to them informing about your new blog. Most of them would be happy to reconnect with your content if you can explain your vision to them clearly. State that you are now going to blog in a different name and continue to send updates. Since they subscribe to your blog for a reason, they will be curious to know about your new content too. And we don't want anyone who is disinterested in your blog anyways. So it's all right if few of them unsubscribe. So my point here is that you already might have an audience to read your content. And also, while I was not blogging, one good thing I did was to post food and fitness related content on my Instagram more often than more often just to be connected with my potential audience. Uh, You know, the blogger in me did that over the years. So that's one advantage um, I had. Um, So uh, post any useful content on Instagram and develop your personal brand. You know, it's not always about driving traffic to your blog. Developing trust and personal connections on Instagram um, or any social media platform might deliver much more than that in your business or blogging, in fact. So, and also my other tip would be... um, Invest in few courses if you're going to be serious on blogging, especially if this is a side hustle for you. Invest some money in it and outsource few activities like graphic design, social media scheduling and all that. Again, it depends on your personal preference. Um, See, one cannot do everything on their own, especially when you're starting uh, after a long break. Um, If this is not a side hustle, reduce your expenses elsewhere and invest in your blog. If you want to remain as a hobby blogger, well and good. But if you can't expect um, but if but you can't expect immense growth without any investment into in, in it, I feel. Um, and also, uh, take favors from your um, blogging friends and ask if they will be willing to share your new content. Uh, blogging world is as friendly as competitive, so chances are it may really work out. There are uh, many blogger friends of mine who shared my content on their Instagram uh, voluntarily. Um, so that's really a good sign. So leverage that friendship. Um, and also join few online communities like eBlog Talk, Food Blogger Pro, and all this. Um, there's an excellent community um, communities around um, going on in the internet. So leverage that um, wisdom and community, and also look out for guest posting opportunities. While it may sound like an old school idea, me appearing on this podcast is nothing other than a form of guest posting. If you can deliver value, there are already there are always doors open somewhere. I believe. So these are my little tips, Um, even though if you come back um, and you can really um, start uh, growing your blog quickly, if you follow these tips, I believe. (laughs) Yeah, those are so great. I, I absolutely love everything that you just said. 
And there is such power in community. You touched on that a little bit and just networking with the people you know, but also finding new people to connect with. And that will take you so far and it's so often undervalued and underestimated, but there is immense power in that point alone. And Siri, I'm looking at your website right now. You are so beautiful. Oh my goodness. I'm looking at the pictures of your... Um, I think there are maybe before and after pictures yeah. um, after you lost weight and you are just so pretty. I just wanted to say that um, I'm excited to explore your site a little bit. It's really colorful and just beautiful. So very well done here. Thank you. Uh, while you said uh, it's colorful, I want to remind one more thing. You know, I love photography and I want to become a stock photographer. But you know, when I come back to blogging, that's not where my concentration should be. I need to decide whether I want to continue uh, blogging and grow my brand or should I work towards becoming a stock photographer? Um, you you need to clarify your goals, actually. So I see many of our friends fall into this wagon of um, creating perfect photographs. But um, if you want to grow your blog, you should not be um, chasing that photography alone. You should be able to produce decent photographs and concentrate on the other elements of the blog, too. So even though I want to become a stock photographer, um, I, I just want to keep my concentration on growing my blog for now so i don't need to be a i don't need to produce perfect photographs i just need to produce decent photographs that's something i keep reminding myself yeah and that goes along with the whole perfectionism theme that we talked about earlier we don't need to be perfect to put ourselves out there and that goes for every aspect of food blogging as well as just reaching out to people for so long when i was an early blogger i felt like I wasn't allowed to reach out to more successful bloggers because I wasn't, quote, there yet. And I think that's another perfectionistic thing. Like, I don't need to be anywhere in order to make friendships and to reach out. And we're constantly learning and growing and we should put our content out and ourselves out there no matter what. So I like that you're touching on that topic, too. Is there anything else you feel like food bloggers need to hear about coming back after a long break that we did not touch on, Siri? Just follow your journey. Just my main point would be to not to compare yourself and just stick to your goals and keep an eye, eye around the communities, what other people are doing, how they are achieving. But just don't um, dig your head more into their concepts. Just take an idea of it and implement your own concept in your own style. Yeah, copying never works, you know. <laughs> Get inspired, but don't copy the stuff. And yeah, implement your own ideas. Take an idea and implement it in your own style. Yeah, yeah that's great advice as well. This has been so fun. It's been so fun talking to you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. What a pleasure to speak with you today, Siri. Before you go, um, as you probably know, I like to ask all my guests for either a favorite quote or words of inspiration for food bloggers. Do you have anything for us? Um, sure. Um, um, yeah, my favorite quote, if I want to remind myself, um, fall in love with the process of becoming the best version of yourself. Um, I believe in enjoying the journey uh, where we are leading to more than the destination itself. It is definitely not easy, but we talk a lot about the finish line all the time. However, the process we go through to reach that place is just as important as decision itself. 
So when you launch a journey, any experience, be it business or a hobby or blogging, can be so rewarding and fulfilling. I believe. Mm, love it. So much good stuff packed into this episode. Thanks again, Siri. We are going to put together a show notes page for you. If anyone wants to go look at that, you can go to eatblogtalk.com forward slash Siri, S-I-R-I. Siri, tell my listeners again the best place they can find you online. Um, I am reachable on my blog, www.patrainbow.com or any of my social media channels, especially Instagram, where you can find it on my blog. And if you are like me, trying to find some purpose outside your regular life and are thinking to come back to blogging or have any apprehensions implement in any new ideas outside your day job, definitely reach out to me and I can help you with some pep talk. Oh, and you are a good pep talker. I feel so inspired <laughs> after talking to you. And, um, and, I, um, and I also have a weekly blogging newsletter wherein I send out my learnings to my fellow bloggers. It's totally free and you can sign up anytime. Uh, it's on my blog. I am totally signing up for that. So you can expect my name to pop up in just a few minutes. Uh, thank Thanks. you. Yeah. Well, thank uh, you. Sorry you. Oh, no, you're fine. But the least, if you're struggling with any mindset issues, be it losing weight or blogging or starting a new venture, definitely reach out to me and I can be your sister. Oh, that is so sweet. I am so glad you offered that. Well, thank you again, Siri, for being here. It was a pleasure talking to you. And thank you for listening today, food bloggers. I will see you next time. We're glad you could join us on this episode of Eat Blog Talk. For more resources based on today's discussion, as well as show notes and an opportunity to be on a future episode of the show, be sure to head to eatblogtalk.com. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll be here to feed you on Eat Blog Talk.